0: Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammond's ministries, visit cotr.com. God bless you. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining with us. You know, we are in some very interesting times, to say the least. But the mission of the church, the mission of our church, Golden Triangle Church on the Rock, our mission has not changed. Our methods may, but our mission hadn't. In fact, greater opportunities exist today to minister than ever before. And these opportunities are presenting to us uh, uh, great uh, hurdles in life. First of all, you, know, uh, you, you may be in your home, you may be uh, you know, disallowed uh, you know, your, your, your children from going to school or, or getting out of the home, but uh, don't despair. The opportunities exist right now to create a environment in your home whereby the family can thrive and flourish. It's a part of our responsibility, it's a part of our duty, and it's certainly something that we can do. I wanna thank you guys for being here today as well. Uh, I know that it's not necessarily easy, but we're trying our best to provide an opportunity for people to enjoy the ministry. And part of it is to make sure that uh, they get the word on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. And that's what we're committed to. Sunday mornings at 10.30 and Wednesday evenings at 7. You'll be getting a letter from me, those of you that are a part of our church, and if you would like to receive one of these letters or be on our mailing list, you can go to cotr.com. You will find an opportunity to contact us there, or you can even put it in prayer request at cotr.com and it will get to us and uh, we can make you a part of our mailing list or email list as well well we're about to start the word in here in just a moment and one of the things that we do to let those that are viewing know one of the things that we make sure that we do is that we stick to Jesus okay the word is timeless Our mission hadn't changed. Our methods may. But when we get to the Word, it's Jesus and Him crucified. Some of the other things that are ongoing in our community, you know, they are specific to our time, to our moments, to the difficulties we face. But yet the Word will last forever. And so we're going to preach the Word. Will you pray with me right now? Let's open up our hearts, and then we're going to get to the Bible and see what God has to say for us today he has a special word just for you All right, let's pray Father Lord we thank you Father for our church for our congregation for those Lord that join together Lord we pray that you would bless us Lord in this moment that you would overwhelm us with your goodness Lord and use us God as a light to the world Father speak through us reach through us Lord God teach us almighty God to be servants in this time help us Lord as you bless us make us a blessing we pray in Jesus name amen amen are you ready for the word let's open up our Bibles then to the book of Hebrews we'll be going to the book of Hebrews uh, chapter 6 in just a moment and today we're going to talk about the fact that time is on our side Wow time is on our side have you ever imagined that you know time is an envelope into which God has placed all of his promises imagine that, that, that God has given us exceeding great and precious promises, but he's put them into an envelope of time. You see, because time is the constant in our lives. And, and time is working very hard to make God's will come to pass in our lives. And it's going to happen. It will happen, whether it's you know in the time we understand is this life, or in the time we understand is eternity. God's will, God's purposes are going to come to pass. All of his promises are yea and amen that is a reality but many times because we don't see them in a moment when we are desperate or in a moment when we need sometimes if we're not watchful we can begin to you know, uh, be tempted to doubt or lose hope or lose faith or lose trust lose sight of the fact that God is God and God is in control time belongs to God and time is on our side the book of Ecclesiastes, the first chapter, says that there, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. In fact, verse 11 of chapter 3 in Ecclesiastes says that God makes all things beautiful in His time. <laughs> his time, wow. If you can just a moment recognize that your time and God's time might be different. The very first time... That the word time is mentioned in the Bible it is it's it's in connection with Adam and Eve you know God uh, you know created Adam and Eve and he put them in a garden and then the Bible says in Genesis chapter 4 and verse 3 that in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord in the process of time time is a process I hate to keep using the word time to describe the word time but many times <laughs> we don't understand that time is a process and let me say this again time is an envelope God said that to me for the very first time today he said that to me whenever I ask him what do you want me to share with the people he said time is an envelope into which I have placed my promises Isn't that interesting all of a sudden I saw it and and it just revelation just began to unfold and I realized that you know God's promises are sure and secure and they're in an envelope called time that's the way it was with Cain and Abel you know it took time for them to grow a harvest time for them to grow the 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 fruit of the ground and in the process of time an offering was brought to the Lord. Um, the Bible describes also a concept called the fullness of time. In fact, when speaking about Jesus, Galatians, the fourth chapter, the Apostle Paul wrote, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons that happened in the fullness of time you see God has a moment whenever it's ready for his will for his purpose in your life in my life for the earth he has a purpose a time a will a season and in the fullness of time God does things God does everything by the way in his time and believe me time is working very hard on our behalf time works for us not against us time works against evil time works against things that are not good but time works for the born-again believer it works on our behalf there is a beginning and there is an end that's the reality and our life is somewhere in the middle we're living somewhere in the middle of between the beginning and the end well, Hebrews chapter 6 gives us a little insight and admonishes us on how we should live in this middle time, in this thing that we call life. Of course, we realize that eternity is the best picture of life. Sometimes whenever I do a funeral service for someone, I will just bring to reality the fact That the person, you know, who knows Christ, the born-again believer who has passed away, that person that is in that casket, they're not the dead person. We are. (laughs) Those of us that are in this life, we are really the dead people. You know, the book of Colossians says, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above and not on things of the earth, for you are dead. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. You see, the reality is, is that we are walking around in mortal bodies. We are timeless and eternal spirits. We have a soul that identifies us and makes us and gives us the character that we are. But we also are in a mortal container. And this mortal container has a temporary shelf life. We are walking around dying. Now, I don't mean to be morbid but life as God intended is an eternal picture and thank God we get to bring some eternal realities from that blessing and that promise into our temporary existence every blessing of God every mortal blessing of God is temporary We've been learning that in our healing series on Sunday mornings. And these Wednesday evenings are designed to make sure that we complement those Sunday mornings. And I know that people are often facing difficulties or trouble or sickness, disease, infirmity, worry, frustrations, aggravations, things they cannot control. And often people feel as though that maybe God has forgotten them. Or maybe, you know, that promise wasn't for me. But those aren't realities. The reality is, is all the promises of God are yea and amen. They're in an envelope of time. And as time unfolds, we will experience every one of them. And the temporary blessings that God gives us in this life are very powerful and very important. But we must realize that every person that Jesus prayed for died later dying of something why because every mortal blessing is temporary but it's so important that Jesus gave his life on a cross of Calvary spilled his blood and took stripes upon his back and then was raised to life again and commanded us in this mortal existence to Cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, heal sickness, heal disease, to have faith in him, to trust him, to pray for the sick, to lay hands on the sick, to cry out to him, to ask him, and he would heal. God wants to bless us. His will for us is good even in this temporary situation. So Hebrews chapter 6 tells us how to live in this temporary situation and how we can appropriate the promises of God in this life, and move ourselves into a position to receive from God. Hebrews 6, let's read, beginning at verse 11. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience. Now, those are two key words, faith and and patience it's through faith and patience the Bible says that we inherit the promises for when God made a promise to Abraham because he could swear by no one greater he swore by himself saying surely blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply you verse 15 so after Abraham had patiently endured <laughs> what did he endure time it was 25 years between the promise and the performance. Time. And then it was yet before, you know, he stepped into eternity before fully realizing that he is now the father of many nations. He's still alive, you know. He is the God of Abraham. Not he was the God of Abraham. He is the God of Abraham. You know? And the Bible says after Abraham had patiently endured, he Obtained the promise. Well, how can we live our best lives? How can we in this mortal existence? When there are a lot of things we can't control when there are pressures or problems surrounding us and when when things you know crop up that, that 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 you know Diminish our lives or add difficulty to our moments. How can we yet? You know, uh, you know, put a smile on our face, okay? Put joy in our heart. How can we, you know, make sure that we are communicating, you know, uh, the, the reality that that you know uh, God's word is real to us? How can we do that? Well, uh, James the fifth chapter tells us how. We've just heard from Hebrews six, but James five says, "Therefore, be patient." You know, Hebrews 6 says, through faith and patience, we inherit the problem. You know, those are the power twins, faith and patience. What does that really mean? That means we trust God. We have faith. We're trusting God. We're trusting God. What are we trusting God for? Things we cannot see, things we cannot feel, things we have not yet experienced. What are we trusting God for? We're trusting God for invisible things, things that, 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 we, that, 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 that aren't tangible to us, things we can't touch that's what faith is faith is believing God for something that you do not now see that you are not now experiencing and the Bible says it is through faith and patience we need to be like Abraham who through faith and patience what is patience well that particular word patience there translated in Hebrews the sixth chapter and verse 12 means to be consistent it even has an element of persistence But let me say it this way, persistent consistency. (laughs) I don't know uh, that 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 may not be you know uh, something that you can wrap your head around easily but think about it it means to remain constant under pressure it means that even though things are happening contrary to what God has said yet I'm going to hold on to what he has said and I'm going to keep on holding on to it that's what Abraham did seeing that his body in Romans chapter uh, 4 and in his body he said he realized his body was now dead unable to produce children and seeing that Sarah was beyond childbearing age he had believed God right all the way through into impossibility he kept trusting God all the way through the trouble all the way through the trial all the way through the circumstances all the way through the disappointments Uh, can you imagine how many times he and Sarah were disappointed but yet God had said well Abraham showed us how to obtain the promises through faith and patience through trusting God for something that I do not now see trusting God in the midst of something I do not understand Uh, trusting God in, in in situations that 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 seem impossible I'm trusting God and I'm just gonna have to be patient that word patience doesn't mean the ability to put up with problems this one means that I am actively engaged in a constant trust in my God. I'm not going to let time weary me. I am going to see what God has said. and That's what Abraham said in Romans 4 again. It says that, that, that you know, he, he trusted God, he believed God, and, and you know, uh, faith spoke to him in a way so that he saw things that were not visible to others. And he believed in things impossible who through hope believed in hope you know that he might become what god said he would become Uh, this is what works in our temporary mortal existence we will finally get to an eternity where faith you know uh, faith will just be reality we won't need faith anymore and the bible says that if you hope for something you see you don't hope for anything you see for if you see it why do you hope for it you know we hope for things we haven't seen right so once we get it we don't need faith anymore once I get this body that no longer needs healed I don't need healing anymore once I get you know the the, the, the promise of God in my life uh, I don't need faith anymore but in this mortal existence life will get, be uh, continue to present opportunities for me to have my faith tested. And James, the fifth chapter, says that. In verse seven, James said, Therefore be patient, brethren. How long do I have to be patient? Woo! Unto the coming of the Lord. Oh my goodness. He said, Come on now. You're going to need to trust God all the way through this thing, all the way until He comes. Don't give up on God until He comes. Okay, now, God is coming. Jesus is coming for you, by the way. Okay? He's coming for you within the next 100 years, guarantee. Okay? He's coming for you in your lifetime. Whether he comes for everyone else or not, he's coming for you in your lifetime. Be patient until then. That means hold on. Hold on to the promise of God until Jesus comes. Because when Jesus comes, you will see the promise of God. I'm so excited about that I am so absolutely excited about that we know man you know, I am saved. I trust God. And I'm going to consistently trust God that I am born again by the power of the Holy Spirit. The blood of Jesus had paid for my sins. I am forgiven. I am a born again Christian. You know, I am a child of God. I'm going to hold on to that faith. I'm going to hold on to the, to the faith that I'm saved until I'm really saved. <laughs> I am saved. I am being saved. But one day, whoa, I'm really gonna be saved I have been healed by God and I believe in healing how long will I believe for healing until Jesus comes and I have been healed so many times I've had plenty of opportunities during the journey to give up on the healing you know someone to say it ain't gonna work it's not gonna happen you know don't you haven't you trusted God long enough no I'm going to trust God till Jesus comes. I'm going to have what I pray for. No, the Bible says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done. I am a firm believer that the word of God will not fall rootless and fruitless to the ground. It is not an empty promise. Almighty God will fulfill his word. Though heaven and earth pass away, yet his word will last forever. I will see the word of God. Come to pass in my life. How long am I going to believe that till Jesus comes? And every mortal blessing that I receive in this life by the grace and the goodness of God. I count as a great victory, realizing that it is a temporary reprieve because eternity has its own set of rewards. I don't want to go to heaven in this mortal body. (laughs) I don't want to go to heaven with just the gold that I can amass. I don't want to go to heaven dressed in these clothes. Thank God for clothes. I don't want to go to heaven and have to live in my house as nice as my house is. I believed God for a nice house. I believed God for nice clothes. I believed God for good food. And God has been good to me. But it pales in comparison to what he has planned for me. I don't want any of this junk when Jesus comes for me. But right now, Lord, bless us in this mortal tabernacle, god lord heal our bodies lord strengthen our souls god lord use us lord as soldiers of the cross lord give me joy and love and peace and patience and gentleness and goodness and and meekness and self-control i i I need this god in this life that's what james says therefore be patient unto the coming of the lord see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. You see? Watch him. Look at him. You see? Do you see how the farmer plants a seed? Do you remember Cain bringing an offering in the process of time? The farmer has to wait a little while sometimes. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain? There are some things beyond our control that God has to do. But this speaks of early night of rain, a process of time. Verse 8. You also be patient. Now there's a command. This is a command. You also be patient. Be patient. <laughs> Establish your hearts. Just go ahead and 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 decide in your heart that it, it, it makes me ground. It, it, it achieves something in my life and for my life when I trust God. I have accomplished something immortal when I believe God in this mortal existence for more than I can now see. Establish your hearts. Why? Because the coming of the Lord is at hand. Your real reward is closer than you imagine. Wow. What a promise. Well, again. How can we live our best life in these trying times? I've got three things for you to do, okay? Three things for you to do. And remember, time is on our side now, okay? Number one, how can we live our best lives in these trying times? Number one, have faith in God. Just establish your heart. Just decide. I'm going to trust him you know he's god i can trust him just trust god have faith in god number two be patient (laughs) be consistent don't be up and down up and down up and down don't don't let second thoughts crowd faith out of your life you know be patient be consistent under pressure just be consistent Number one, trust God. Number two, be patient. And number three, remember, time is on your side. Time is working for you, not against you. Time will bring the promises of God to you. We want to be those who through faith and patience inherit the promises in this life and in the life to come today you can be that person who decides that you're going to trust God you can establish your heart and decide that you're going to trust him for the rest of your mortal life if you're not sure you're born again ask Jesus into your heart it's simple Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Lord, I want to be your child. Teach me what to do. That simple calling on the name of the Lord out of sincerity will cause you to be born again. And then you, as well, trust God. Be patient. And remember, time is on your side. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, sir, for giving us the word. Lord, in our moments, God, in the situations that we face, Lord, we need you. Lord, a whole world needs you, sir. And God, today, we ask you, Lord, to save souls, Lord, as they call upon you. And Lord, also, we pray today, sir, that you would help us establish our hearts in faith, to read your word, Lord, and to simply say, I am going to believe that. The Word will deposit faith in my life. And then God, help us to be patient, to be consistent, persistent, God. Help us, Lord, to believe you in spite of the things we see and feel. In spite of the things other people say, to trust you, God. And help us, Lord, to remember that time is the envelope into which you have placed every promise. Time is working hard, and time works for us. Thank you, God. We ask these things in Jesus' name.